welcome to the I Am Winter Solstice Symposium. Well, hello and welcome. <laughs> hello and happy solstice to all of you, whether you're from Australia, like some of our fire tenders, or from the north of Czechoslovakia, where other fire tenders, and we have Ireland in the house, Italy, and some of those people from the UK went to bed. That's okay. I think France went to bed. But listen, we have over 450 fire tenders. And this year, it is all about you. Every year, we've had all of these presenters, and we have presenters this year, and we've made it all about them. And year after year, when it comes to the end of this, I'm thinking like, wow, what beautiful altars, what a beautiful gathering, how held I felt. last. There was a couple of years ago that I was sick in bed during most of this, and your fires are what inspired me to go on. Every single day, I would feel I was held. And so when I'm held... And, you know, there, it doesn't get much better than when you're, you're in that space and you know that you're being held. Right, Bridget? So Bridget's here with me. And, and I want to thank uh, Raven S. Hunter, that's their pseudonym, for offering up that solstice song today. And I'll share it again with a fire so you can actually later. I didn't have time. Believe it or not, I didn't have time today to to. I tried to edit the video, to put the music to it, so you could, you know, get out, dance around your fire, but we're I'm going to set that up so I'll play it a few times. And we also have more music, and it turns out that the in the next part, so let me explain how this is going to go. This is the housekeeping part, so I can't go on too long because at 3.30, which is 3.30 Pacific Standard Time, 6.30 East Coast Time, and Oh, 10.30, 11.30 over for those over in Europe and Australia, you're, you're probably just getting up, so it's okay. However, we're going to then move into the ceremony part of this. Although this is a ceremony, I've had a fire burning all day long. And luckily, I've moved to Whidbey Island. And so this is the first solstice that I've ever spent here. And luckily, the sky cleared. Well, it's exactly clear, but it didn't rain. And so I've had a fire going all day long, um, preparing us for this. And and one time my one of my teachers who you listen to if you got the if you're on the email list, Cindy Lindsay Rail, talked to me. I was doing an event and the the day that I was going out to do the event, the uh somebody scammed me and I'm like pretty practical and in my body all the time. And I'm there like, I just got scammed. And she's there like, well, you must be getting ready to throw a really powerful gathering. And that was the fire of 2012 that she was talking about. So, you know, there's been this chaotic energy today of people writing me emails and, you know, banterings going on back and forth. And that, that sometimes when, this goes the when this happens this way the there is um also there's this confusion that's created when the energy is more powerful because energy always has an equal and opposing re response so if you're really high on the vibration you get sometimes it gets you get the other 
wave of the wind to come and meet you to see just how good your spiritual conditioning is. I just kept throwing logs on the fire today. Yep, burn that one for you. That one's for you. Yeah, all right. And and that's just the way the day went. So what do we do here? We learn to hold space in community. It's easy to hold space by yourself, but it's really more of a challenge to hold space in community. And this has been a particularly stressful in community kind of year. So, you know, just take a quick little inventory to see how you've done. There's several ways you can join this. You don't have to put your name on the mailing list. And if you don't want to be on Facebook, I hope your name's on the mailing list so you're getting the replays. It's pretty simple. Every single day in the Wind Clan, there's a schedule on the practicalshaman.com that will give you the schedule. And but everything's going to happen in the Wind Clan first. I apologize for those of you who aren't on Facebook, but this is just the ease of the production. If you really saw that there's no ease to this production. However, this was the this was the easiest way to do this this year since I was moving and I didn't have time to interview everyone. They're actually going to be their adult self. They're going to go live on the Wind Clan without me, with a few exceptions. Uh, like Hank Wesselman, I'll be joining him. And actually, I had a beautiful interview with John Lockley a couple of weeks ago that I'm saving for this group. And then I'm going to actually spend some days playing the reruns of my favorites of all these years. And when we move into the next part of the ceremonies, you're going to actually hear the prayers of the 30 elders from 2012. And why do I think that that's really important? Well, everyone's been talking about how, you know, this Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, I think that's what it is. I'm not very astrology-minded. Terry, am I correct? And that there is this conjunction going on. And, you know, even the star Bethlehem is in the sky where you can see it, which is pretty significant. I'm not saying that this isn't significant, but in the world cosmology of the wind, that back in 2012, and we're talking about these ideas were planted, you know, eons, decades, thousands of years ago. They were trying to pinpoint days in the future based on star alignments and things like that. So in 2012, we had a gathering in Palm Desert, California, and I had gotten prayers from 30 people from around the world because I've kind of been an historian collecting, collecting wisdom for years. And I guess I needed it before the winds would start to speak to me. But today you're going to actually hear these 31 prayers in the next part of our ceremony, which we're going to actually stop this live, run to our bathrooms if we need to, come back, and then I'm going to be live with with uh, Deborah Koff Chapin, who is going to be uh, with us. And we're going to actually do the prayers. I'm going to... I know this is going to sound funny. Instead of calling to the winds, I'm going to scatter the old winds and bring in new winds for this new time that we're entering into. And then uh, she's going to be doing an actual live touch drawing for us, which we've opened the ceremony this way now for the last few years. And then I will do a reading because I do soul card readings and with her soul cards, I'll do a reading of her drawings, how I interpret them. And then um, we're going to finish that with a song bath. And that's just the beginning of the next 14 days. 
And as I said, it's all about you. Your work is to keep the fire burning. So this is to keep the fire burning for the collective. You may have personal transformations, but this is learning how you can really support yourself and your community by the simple act of keeping a flame burning. Now, that sounds really easy, but it's not. You know, some days I was like, okay, I got to get that candle lit. And that's how I felt. And then I would feel over and I knew why it was doing readings in the group, you know, because he'll do a daily reading from his, I don't know, there's some kind of a great spirit animal cards. And, you know, and I know that, um, you know, Terry Morgan is going to do a cardinal direction where she's going to bring in the West Wind and Heather Lee Huff is going to bring in the North and then Bridget Hopkins, who's sitting right here with me. This is this is my trusted assistant. Many of you might know her because she's been interviewing people for our new apprenticeship program that's starting in February. So if you're called by these winds, there's an application stuff. You'll All of those links are in your emails. I don't have to go on about that. But Bridget's the right-hand wind goddess here. And then we have Carrie Wanamaker, who's over on the East Coast. And she's going to end those cardinal, those cardinal winds with the south wind notice. So, you know, Terry's going to do Zephyrus. Heather is going to do Boreas. Bridget is going to do Eurus. And then Carrie will do Notice. And then I'm going to do the center spin axis. And so you're going to have like a real taste of what the wind work can do for you as well. One of the things was I asked a lot on the wall. And if you just joined, don't feel like you missed out on anything because there is no missing out on anything. For years, I thought I must have missed out. No, I didn't miss out. It found me when it was ready. The what, One of the things we said was pull a wind card for you you know, for you in this experience. So if you don't have wind spirit cards, no problem. Let me show you. So on the wind clan wall, can you see this? Oh. On the wind clan wall, it's not wanting to go right now. On the wind clan wall is there's a, there's a spinner. It spins, trust me, it spins. And and then what you do is you, you stop at a wind. And right now when I just stopped, I got Mari, the Basque wind. Now, one of the things I noticed about people spin, and I don't know what system you're in, but they want to tell me always about the quality, like accept my rewards. No, look at the wind spirit, because that's the wind spirit you're calling in to help you. That's the wind spirit. If you have a wind whistle and you say, Mari, and if you call it to Mari three times when you're lost, she'll come. Mari, 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 come and help me. For those of you who don't know, these are the new wind whistles from Chile. Uh, in the middle of COVID, our our first wind whistle maker passed from COVID, and that was a really sad time. This has been a hard year. As we slip from one epoch to the next gap between the next 
epoch, everything is falling away. Everything that you know is crumbling. And the good news about the wind, if you think about the wind, it's like what picks up a magic carpet ride and helps it over the wind? It will help it over the, the mountain so that you don't have to fall down into the chasm of the crumble. So I believe that this is why the wind spirits came at this this juncture and you can listen to me go on and a lot of you if you watch the shaman's cave with Sandra Ingerman we talk a lot about these views but these winds are here to help you at this precise moment in history when is it Saturn Jupiter when when these when these conjunctions are in the sky and we move from the old paradigm to the new and you're watching as people are actually moving and choosing which dimension they want to live on and let me tell you something if you have a judgment about which dimension they're choosing look in the mirror because it's all those fingers you're pointing out are all coming back as you as arrows the one thing that we have as as human beings is our capacity to choose it's not my place to tell you which which place you want to live on. But what I do know is as the old dissolves, you've, you've got to find a place where you you fit to you there's a place where you feel that you're most comfortable living and that's where you want to put your energy. That's where you want to put your your chi. Okay? Because you know, there's no right or wrong here. We're all human beings having this spiritual experience and we get to do it our way. And I don't even get to have much of an opinion about which way you want to do it. Other than can we all come to this fire for these 14 days and hold a single light? Because in the next part, when I do the journey at the beginning, before we start with the with the touch drawing, and we we dissolve those old winds, we're going to bring in a wind of light that's going to connect each and every one of those four, five, six hundred altars that are all burning at the same time right now. And there might be thousands of them, but we're going to worry about the circle that we're creating here because if you think, you know, what it was that song, when two or more are gathered, there are love. Well, imagine when there's 450 lights. How much love is that going to put out into the world? And then somebody might see your candle or your battery operated light or your purple flame. It doesn't even really matter. It's how you show up here. So I want you to pull a wind spirit card. And like I said, you can use the spinner, which wasn't working so well. You can, if you have wind spirit cards, you can reach into your sack, the wind sack, and pull one out, and I pulled one for myself, and I also pulled one for the collective, which is Ilmarinen, the Finnish wind, the inventor, which helps me know that if we all do our job of tending to this light, magic is going to happen here. And I don't mean the, the, the normal kind of magic where I'm going to flip a coin and show you the coin. I mean that something that you want transformed in your life is going to change. Now, does it happen if you show up haphazardly? It could. I'm not here to judge how you tend to the fire. But if you put an honest, earnest effort 
towards holding the, the flame, magic is going to occur for you. Magic doesn't need any fire to occur. It just can happen by a sign of grace. But let me give you one hint of caution about Ilmarinen. And if you if you don't have a copy of Winds of Spirit, it's a really wonderful book. And, and I only say that because, I don't know, I, I know I wrote it, but I swear. I tell you that it was channeled, but I used to make fun of channelers, so I have to keep myself careful on that. So you want to conjure this innocent wizard wind for prosperity, magic, and alchemy. Now, I want to tell you a little story about uh, Ilmarinen, is that he had the love of his life, and the love of his life was taken from him. And I don't know if any of you have created magic that hasn't worked out so well for you, but I have, so I, I know this story really well. Well, he, he could go to a smithy, which is that big thing where the wind fans and the fire, the fire, the flame. And remember, we're keeping a flame so we can pull anything out from that flame we want. The note of caution is, is that he created this beautiful new likeness of that lover he lost in gold. And, you know, the gold was not, the gold was, was otherworldly. And it didn't serve him in his life. So if you magically want to create something that's not of service to this time and space that you're in, you might just very well create it here with this. So I caution you. Why don't we start by releasing what no longer serves us? And then we will create from a place of clarity. Because one time I... I did this one time. I'll just tell you a little secret here. One time I wanted this relationship so bad that I did all the candle magic in the world, threw it in the river, all of it. Like I was very young. Well, within 30 minutes of tossing it in the river, that person appeared in front of me with all of the same symptoms of being unavailable, but right in my face in a small hallway behind Sears and Roebuck. And I was like blown away that I had such a power to create such things that were not serving me in my life. So if you've ever been there, you've ever done black magic, this is the time to make sure that you're on the right side of this light. Keep your candle light and manifest with joy. All right, let's see. Was there anything else that I was supposed to talk about in this one? Housekeeping, are there any questions? Oh, the third way of getting these. I did forget something, is go over to the practicalshaman.com, open up any single blog, any of them, anyone that interests you, and there's a download your free win cards at the bottom, okay? All right. I just want to give you a little clue about what I'm going to talk about on Christmas Day, because then I have to go because I've got Deborah coming on soon. Last year, we the during this ceremony, we anchored ourselves in two places. And it was really useful when the bottom dropped out midway year because we had a second anchor. But right before I left the desert, I went to the two spots that I had anchored and I realized time had shifted. I think time readjusted itself this year and what had been an equilateral triangle then turned into one of those other ones, Heather Oct told me what it was, but some other kind of triangle. It was not an equilateral. The, the dimensions had shifted just enough that my triangle wasn't equal, but I had two anchors and I was still floating with the winds. 
So this is the kind of work we're do, do here. Uh, oh, the last thing that I wanted to tell you is that we love to give labels. In this journey that I'm about ready to do, I want you to drop all the labels. Like this week, if I hear one more time that we move to the age of Aquarius, who designed that? You know, I mean, yeah, maybe there's stars in the sky, but when you get it, oh, now we're in the age of Aquarius. No, now we're in the middle. See, when you finish one cycle and then you move to another cycle, there's a gap. And so if we're moving towards this age of Aquarius, let me tell you something. We're in the hole. We're not there. And I don't even know what Aquarius is anyway or what that age looks like, but I believe we're moving between two epochs. And one, I think we were in the Holocene and now we're going to the Anthropocene. And the Anthropocene is a pretty tenuous place. So create your magic with clear intention and a generous heart. Show up in service to this community and watch the miracles happen. All right. So during the next part, I'm just about done. We're going to we're going to call upon the winds to dissolve all of those words, all of those ideas, all of those things. So as a collective fire tending group, we can then create from our smithy. And really, you should go. And if you don't have Winds of Spirit and you don't want to buy it, go search on my website. I probably talk about Ilmarin in somewhere. But that's our collective win. Is what alchemy are we going to create here? from our smithy. What are we gonna pull out from the fire this year that's of use and of service to the collective? Okay, I think that's it for now. Um, I think any any questions, Bridget, I need to answer? I think you put a couple things in the chat, let me see. I'm trying to keep up with the chat here. I just wanted to note that I put in um, the comments, the jot form for all of the fire tenders to send their images yeah, that was of their of altars. Mm -hmm. So, so listen, last year I missed a few altars and trust me, I spent eight hours making this video. And so I felt bad when I missed out on a couple of altars. So this year I decided if I do a jot form, then if your if your video goes if your altar picture of your altar goes to the jot form then if i miss it i'll have to start all over if you put it in the wind clan you know there starts to be 100 or 200 altars in there and you start to share them three and four times i can miss an altar so save the jot form for the one altar picture that you really want to make sure goes in the fire tenders video and if you didn't see the fire tenders video from last year I've included it in the emails. Oh, uh, you can join me over at YouTube and Enlightening Arts and subscribe to that channel because I put it there. I will also be sharing all of the videos there. They're going to be in the Wind Clan first. They're going to go to YouTube, and you're also going to get a link in your email. Now, if you didn't get an email about any of this, then please go sign up again or put PM me your email, check your spam, and we'll make sure you get the email because we want you to feel like you're wanted here. We want you at this fire. And we're gonna do absolutely everything that we need to do to make sure that you get the information you need to, to be here with us. Okay, anything else? 
So there's a continual question of if we have a tea light or a candle and it goes out, what's the next step? Light another one when you get back to it. Mm -hmm. Remember what I said? The one good thing about the power of 450 other fire tenders is if your light goes out, somebody else's light's burning. And I don't know about you, but the last few years have been pretty hard sometimes. And the fact that Bridget's light or Heather's light or somebody else in the circle's light was shining or going, it, it, it our lights are connected. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean neglect your light for a few days, but if you do neglect your light for a few days, just don't, what happens is, oh, I missed a day, so I, I'm stopping. How about if you missed a day and you, you missed two days, you come back and light another light and realign yourself to this light circle and thank all of those other people for holding space for you on those two days you didn't make it. See, one of the things that I, I work in addiction treatment and in the last couple of years, I can't tell you how many other people in addiction treatment have died. And you wanna know why? Because there's this judgment self-judgment, other people's judgment that says, oh, you know, I got something you don't have. And so people are afraid to crawl back in. And so there is no shame here of missing a few days with your fire. Just walk back in proud as a peacock. You're here and thank the other people for holding the light for you. People are asking, when do we light our fires? Well, it all depends on your ritual day. You can light your fire right now. Let's, before we move on with Deborah, let's all, if you haven't lit your light, I've got a fire going outside, but let's light our first candle. Blessings. I'll see you back in a few minutes. 